here's our disclaimer um this episode we're talking about um astrology and personality tests and stuff like that we aren't experts on these topics these are just things that interest us so this isn't us trying to be like educate you on these things it's us kind of maybe trying to spark an interest and just sharing our interest in it so if any of this what we're saying like if you know that it's like not right or you want to give us more information hit us up in the dms on instagram we would love to like learn more about it but this is just like us talking about things that interest us yeah we're still learning and we hope that maybe in the future we can redo this episode with a lot more knowledge and maybe with someone on here who knows a lot more about it than we do Mm -hmm. but it's just like something we like to look at and think about occasionally but it's just experience i guess on what we've learned and what we've seen but it's all it's all fun it's no thing like yeah educational this is not don't use this for your research project no don't use this for <laughs> don't your be research like, Sydney elizabeth said this on their podcast use this to spark an interest to make you want to research it <laughs> but don't yeah, use this for your research <laughs> we hope you enjoy this episode okay mine right. just started, I started. Did you start? <laughs> the thing popped up and it was like are you using headphones i said yes yes i am uh, the struggles of living apart. <laughs> we are on FaceTime, so there's like a slight delay between our reactions, which is something I noticed when I was editing the first episode, where it would be like one of us would say something and it would like be a few seconds before the other person responded because of the lag on um, FaceTime. Or like when we're like both going to talk, we would like say something at the same time and then be like, oh, because <laughs> there was like a lag. <laughs> <laughs> Currently, I can see Elizabeth's cat staring at us from the top of her desk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm on the floor. I have a new setup because last time we noticed that there was a lot of noise in the background because of my setup. I was just sat at my desk and my desk chair made so much noise. So there's like a little like rattle sound that you can hear. And just like I sounded very far away. So now I'm like. Trying to be close to the mic, but not too close that I'm like, it sounds like, I don't know. Oh, oh. (laughs) Elizabeth's cat just jumped down beside her. No, I, Elizabeth's room is like hardwood floors. It's very open. And so it was like echoey, I think a little bit in my, I was like buried in blankets on my bed. So there was a lot of noise and like insulation for me. Like it was not very echoey and I have like carpeted room and my room's not very big. So Anyways, <laughs> we can probably just cut all that out. That well, was really unnecessary. <laughs> but welcome back to episode two of the Talk Your Shit podcast. Here we are. Here we are. I have both of my cats upstairs. Um, so if you hear little taps, that's Belusa. He's just walking around. I think he wants food. But he's going to have to wait because he's so loud. Roll the intro. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Talk your shit. Uh, I hope that interests not too much. Yeah, it's kind of a lot, but also it's just very chaotic, which describes us. I think it works pretty well. Yeah, I would say. Just, like, throw a bunch (laughs) of shit together. I think it also accurately portrays my road rage <laughs> yes for sure me I too hate oh my driving. god nobody in florida knows how to fucking drive so i'm feeling like i'm constantly screaming at people even though i know they can't hear me no like my mom was like go get groceries and it was like almost one o'clock and i was like this is the mm-hmm. worst time to go out like i don't leave the house if i don't have to between the hours of like 11 30 <laughs> to like 6 30 <laughs> Like I don't go into like Main Street oh, and yeah. like where all the, where all the traffic is. So in Orlando, the we have I four, which is like the worst interstate ever. It's so trafficy because like all of the Disney exits are along that interstate. Like all of the touristy areas are off that interstate. Universal's off that interstate, and I have to take I four to get to work. So I literally have to leave like an hour before my shift starts, even though it should only take me 25 minutes to get there. 
just to make sure that I get there on time on the off chance there's an accident or there's extra traffic or so sometimes I get to work like 30 minutes early (laughs) sometimes I'm like barely making it into work on time even though I leave an hour early it's ridiculous damn that's (laughs) crazy it takes me like 15 minutes to get to work yeah (laughs) but they built like a new like a new road that like saves me time I don't know it's weird I don't know how to describe it but it connects to like Judd Parkway interesting and it's like a big curve that just takes you like around so I don't have to go through like all these Uh turns that I usually would um and it takes me straight to that light close to where our high school was by the food line it takes me there and then I just go to work from there (laughs) can you hear tapping a little bit oh there he is hey little kitty feet you want to say hi Pelusa, he said no. Oh, I forgot. I forgot you have headphones in, and he can't hear me. <laughs> Come here. Anyways, anything new? Um, <laughs> anything new coming up in life? Not really. Do a little, <laughs> a little check in. <laughs> what about you guys? Yeah. Let's hear from the audience. <laughs> I um, my ice machine's broken in my fridge. <laughs> oh so, no that happens like entirely too frequently and it's literally just because it like over freezes and like won't push the ice out and i've i know when the guy comes all he does is pour hot water on it which is so i've tried to fix it myself before and it just doesn't work so i end up calling we end up calling maintenance and then they come and they're like oh yeah it's just frozen like i just have to melt it and i'm like yeah i know i tried to do it and it didn't work (laughs) (laughs) but then they come and do it and it worked that was me beeping i'm a robot (laughs) yeah her adrian (laughs) so if you don't know i'm type 1 diabetic so i have an insulin pump and elizabeth one time we were talking about um like dating apps and i was like (laughs) oh i need to update my age range and she thought i said a drain like a drain and she i was like what and she was like she was like what's an age range and i was like i said age range and she was like oh i thought it was some diabetic thing i didn't know <laughs> so now it's just like a big fat joke where anytime it like beeps when i'm on the phone with her she's like oh it's your age range mm-hmm. and then that same week when i was out for dinner with some friends i like pulled it out to give myself insulin and my friend he goes <laughs> Oh, is that your vlog camera? (laughs) 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 So now when I'm around him, I call it my vlog camera. So (laughs) big fat jokes, big fat jokes. (laughs) Yep. Okay. (laughs) Should we like say our names again? I just realized we never did that. I'm Sydney. (laughs) I'm Elizabeth. I feel like you've said my name enough that they can just figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) They can process of elimination. Yep. Use your, um your skills what about you anything new in your life no the gas is fixed we just haven't gotten it yet oh yeah there's oh a God. big like gas panic actually there in... was there's some tea it's not really tea but it kind of pissed me <gasps> off yesterday so uh i'm going to texas um in if like two three weeks because i had to cancel it last year because of uh-huh. covid and it got really bad again so uh-huh. i we decided to cancel it and just like push it back and we were just, like, visiting some family. Uh-huh. Um, and so at work, there's a calendar in the desk, and you just write down mm-hmm. the days that you need off. You write, like, Elizabeth off, and you write it down. So I went to go write my dates. It's the last week of May, but it goes into June, right? So I, like, flipped mm-hmm. the page. I wrote my name down on those first two days of June. And then I had already asked off the 12th because of my dad's birthday, and that's when we're celebrating it because it's mm-hmm. that Saturday. And I remember when I wrote down my name, there was only one other person there, right? Mm-hmm. And then I go back and I check, and I see that, that like, four other people had asked for that day off after me and this other kid had already asked for the day off. And only, like, max three or, pe- like three or four people, depending on, like, if their shift or crew can ask for a day off because then no one can work. And I'm like, uh-huh. if you see that I need that day off and no one else can, like, work the other shift, why would you ask for it off? 
because I know like I even told my manager and he was like yeah that's fine like you can have that day off so if I end up having to work I'm not gonna show up I'm probably gonna quit because that I'm like I never ask for days off I'm the person who like always picks up shifts always works their shift Mm -hmm. sometimes comes in early like if I need a day off it's because I need the day off Uh uh-huh for something and I don't know that just irritated me no I, I feel was that. like you clearly see that the other people need those days off like why would you so my job now our time off requests are all digital like through our scheduling thing but when I used to work for the same like I worked the same job a few years ago and it was before they mm-hmm. had the digital thing so we had to do the thing where you like write on the calendar and there was it was like two bar- two baristas and one shift could ha- request off any given day and I had plenty in advance like requested off so when I got hired there I told them I was like hey I have this trip planned for spring break in two months or however long it was I've already paid for it like I'm going I just need to know Mm -hmm. how far in advance I need to request off because I'm letting you know now that I'm not going to come to work this one week because I already bought the tickets and she was like, yeah, that's no problem. Just like ask off like once we have the calendar out for that month. And literally I requested off and then she like got mad about it and like told me that I never wrote it down because like that. So that week was literally like the week before they switched to the digital thing. So she told me she was like, you didn't request off on the digital thing. I was like, I wrote it down on that calendar like two months ago or whatever like I wrote it down like as soon as it was out on the paper calendar and she was like well you didn't ask off on the digital one and I was like because the digital one wasn't out yet when I had to request off for that like and she tried to tell me that like I I, I was like no I will literally like quit like, <laughs> like I don't care yeah <sighs> scheduling like irritates me to no end Ugh, that's so annoying and like it's frustrating. that happened to me last year so last year when I started working I started working in June and then we got, we got, we didn't have like a general manager. Yeah, sorry. Sydney is on Twitter during our podcast. <laughs> no, I like clicked pictures. on my phone to see what time it was. And I, there was a notification and it was like more of Harry on set today. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. So, um, last year, it was before we had like our general manager because we didn't have a like a store manager mm-hmm. yet and so when he showed up he had like the days and when I got hired the district manager hired me and I was like I can work any day like I have free availability but mm-hmm. I have this I have family coming this week I need these days off and he mm-hmm. was like yeah that's fine and so leading up to those days I kept telling my manager I was like I need these days off uh mm-hmm. and I wasn't a shift lead yet I was just a crew so like yeah. there was no problem with that someone else could could have been scheduled I got scheduled for those days and I was like I can't work these days like I requested them off I have family coming in I have we're going to the beach like all this stuff mm-hmm. and it just like it makes me mad because I'm like I have these dates off for a reason like I tell you in advance the yeah. least you can do is just like respect that it's just frustrating when you like ask off plenty in advance and then they act like it's an issue. Yeah. And like I hate confrontation. Oh, like, same. My sister's like, no, like tell them, like, or quit, like do all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm not like that. Like I'm not that kind of person. Uh huh. But yeah. Sometimes you have to be that kind of person. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I um, can't. And that leads us to our subject or topic today on why I am the way that I am (laughs) (laughs) why are you the way that you are (laughs) um so our topic for today is astrology and personality tests (laughs) okay so I think I don't know I I know like (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say anyway my Siri turned on on my watch, on my Apple Watch. Um, when it comes to astrology, I know like my basic stuff, but I'm not that yeah. Like I don't have a lot of knowledge on it, and I feel like other people could help me with it. 
but I don't know who. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe in the future we can go, we can have someone on here and explain our signs and everything. Like I know my, I have my birth chart saved yes. on my phone and I have, I know my big three. Um, I have a Libra tattoo on my wrist, so. <laughs> I want to get an Aries tattoo. That's one of the tattoos I was looking at getting at some point. Yeah, Just like simple, like, like the the ram horns. Mm-hmm. So we have a list of things. We have like birth charts, Enneagram, Big Five. What the fuck is a Big Five, Taz? The Big Five is like the, or it's the, um, I, I meant the Myers-Briggs. That's what I meant. Oh, like the letters? Not the Big Five. Yeah. I don't know mine. I thought you oh, did wait, know wait, yours. Wait, wait. I have to look back, like on some on my Finsta story, because <laughs> it's somewhere on there. I know it has Not an the F somewhere in there. <laughs> like I know oh, my yeah, big three. I, have that. I know like what your sun sign means, what your moon sign means, what your um the what's your rising mm-hmm. or ascending. Yeah, however you want to call um, and like I know what those mean and like what it but I don't understand like houses that makes no sense to me like when it's like oh this your oh, yeah, yeah. sign is in this in the eighth house I don't know <laughs> I don't my know cousin understands it my cousin from Texas I also like um, don't understand what it means like the de- actual degrees and stuff I'm INFJ I'm an INFJ oh too crazy <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about astrologies. Okay, okay. (laughs) I'm looking at um, my book over on my bookshelf, and it's called Star Power, and it's about astrology, but I still haven't read it. (laughs) Um, Maybe this episode will inspire me to actually read it. Okay, so I have some, some little, like things pulled up i have a pinterest board of a bunch of stuff i love pinterest <laughs> so i do everything on pinterest but i have a pinterest board girl me too of a bunch of like information about my signs and like crystals because mm-hmm. i started getting into crystals um <laughs> i have crystals but i don't really do anything with them they just kind of sit <laughs> on my dresser <laughs> i only have three and i got them from sydney and then i have me a necklace too oh yeah i gave her them for there. christmas this is embarrassing but one of my crystals i bought literally because i read a fan picture where the girl in the story was into crystals and she gave harry a black tourmaline tourmaline Mm -hmm. i don't know how to pronounce it and it's like a protection crystal and i bought it because she gave him one in the fan fiction that i read I'm I'm gonna see myself out. (laughs) It was nice talking to you guys today. (laughs) (laughs) You were holding nothing back today. Uh, There's a crystal shop in Raleigh, and I've been meaning to go. Really? And I just have not gone. I got them from this one near my apartment. Well, it's not even like a crystal shop. It's called Gypsy Moon. It's like a little boutique, and they have like crystal stuff, but they also have like just like kind of trinkety stuff like like mugs and like there's a lot of locally made stuff they have this espresso there called the platform nine and three quarters or oh. and it's the brand is espresso patronum oh. <laughs> so it's like harry potter themed espresso um but yeah they also sell like smoothies there it's a weird little hodgepodge of a shop, <laughs> but um, that's where I got my crystals. They have like a whole little area of crystals there. Cute. Speaking of Harry Potter, I have Brother Baron Weasley here with me. I have Barry Styles here with me. Brother me and Elizabeth both have um, Build a Bears. <laughs> yeah. Hers is Ron Weasley Bear, and mine is Harry Styles Bear. Hers has a Gryffindor robe. Mine is just wearing a white t-shirt that I said I was going to embroider and treat people with kindness on and I never did. But when he squeezes his hand, it's Harry saying, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. I also have Baymax with me. But anyways, we should probably get back to this. <laughs> yeah, because I literally have to leave at 4.30 and it's 3.15. So yeah. We were supposed to record this morning, but Sydney slept through her alarm. <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm just putting it out there I closed at work last night so give me a break <laughs> you were also up till 1am <laughs> we were watching Nancy Drew <laughs> oh my god I love Nancy Drew um, ah! 
We have we always stray off the topic. Okay, let's introduce. <laughs> anyway, back to astrology. You know what? Astrology. Play the intro again. <laughs> We're just starting. <laughs> let's just start over. Okay. Um, I have my birth chart pulled up, but I would. Okay, just, me too. I think I'm just gonna introduce my big three. So I'm a Libra sun, an Aquarius moon, and a Sagittarius rising. I am a Aries sun, an Aquarius moon, and a... Wait, where's my rising? I think I'm a Sagittarius rising. You're a Sagittarius rising. (laughs) Elizabeth knows. This birth chart is different than the one that I looked at before. I had to, like, redo it. Yep. So, um, can anyone who's into astrology break that down for us and tell us if... Mess, Can anyone tell us exactly you. what that means? Just DM us on Instagram. At Talk Your Shit Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> um, but I know the sun is like your overall, like, in your life, this is who you'll be, isn't it? I thought it was like your appearance. Like your overall you, personality. How you portray yourself. Yeah. I don't know. It's like how you actually are. And then your moon is your, like, emotions yeah it's like how your emotion how you respond emotionally to things and stuff like that and then your rising is how you present yourself to other people like how other people see you so that's why like a lot of people think you are your rising like if you're when you first like meet them that's like when somebody first meets you they think that's how you are because that's who you're like how you're like showing yourself to them but then like once they get to know you that's when they're gonna see your like sun and your moon yeah the stars the moon <laughs> we probably should have done a lot more research before this but <laughs> more research this is kind of last minute um it says your rising is your appearance and mannerism your immediate response and how people perceive you and then your moon is your in like your emotions your subconscious or your everything like inside and then yeah. yeah the sun is like your overall all right makes yeah. sense makes sense see i was right i knew i know some <laughs> things i know some things i'm not dumb i might be dumb but i'm not stupid <laughs> i have um some stuff pulled up i don't really trust it just because it's just random shit on the internet <laughs> um so i don't know what should we talk about oh me and elizabeth are sister signs mm-hmm. We discussed this in the last podcast. Um, for those of you who didn't listen, leave right now and go listen to that. Thank you. <laughs> but come back. Yeah, come but back. Come back, back to this one. You're welcome, Tara. We love you. <laughs> um, I have like a bug bite on my lips. What was I going to say? What the bug? Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, okay. I was looking up what sisters, like the definition of sister signs. So sister signs are two signs that are perfectly opposite so they like you share similar qualities but you also balance each other with the ones that you don't have <laughs> tall and short <laughs> what i said tall and short <laughs> tall and short sydney has a lot of height i'm 5'10 elizabeth's 5'3 5'2 5'2 and three quarters <laughs> i just round down i just always say 5'2 <laughs> okay what were you gonna say about what so you I have like from the internet I have like these um sheets pulled up and they're like they describe like it's like all the zodiacs and then it says rising or ascendant mm-hmm. moon sun and then it has like a description of all of, of all of them and I was mm-hmm. gonna see if we think that they matched you posed the question do you think it matches so we're about to find I out. did pose that question in our note sheet. <laughs> Okay, so I have <laughs> rising. No, we'll we'll do sun first. Do sun first. So I'm a Lib- usually- I'm Libra. You're an Aries. Oh my god, I love Libras. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at it. We're gonna start off with our sun signs. So for Aries, it says it says your positive traits and then like negative traits. So okay. fiery, leader, charm, straightforward, self-assured, vitality. Those are the positive ones. Okay. And then the okay. negative ones, they're selfish, brash, impatient, <laughs> impulsive, and intolerant. <laughs> I'm not intolerant. But also like A the lie. month you were born, like March Aries and April Aries are quite different. 
Oh, I know, because I'm a March Aries and my sister's an broad. April Aries. Miss mm-hmm. Allie, Miss Allie Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> She's my sister and I's birthdays are s- seven days apart. She's three years younger than me, but our birthdays are are not seven, six days apart. Um, my sister's a Capricorn. Um, me and my sister are both Aries, and she, but she's an April Aries, and I'm a March Aries, and we're very different. I think I fit, like, I feel like I'm definitely, like, impulsive. I can be, like, fiery if I get, like, angry, or if I feel very passionately about something. I'm trying to think of the other things you said. I already forgot them. <laughs> you are, like, it says leader and straightforward, and I think, like, when we're together, you definitely just, like, make the decisions for me. Because I am very indecisive. But also, we do have traits. our moments where we're like, no, but, like, we should do what you want to do. No, like, but, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you want to go on to, I think, I think, like, I feel like I mostly fit it, except I'm not, I don't think I'm intolerant. I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, we can move on to mine. So okay. I'm a Libra, as we've mentioned like about five times already. But it says uh, equilibrium, beautification, appreciation, charm, romance, dishonesty, indecision, people pleasing, and avoidance. <laughs> Elizabeth can't make a decision to save her life. I think there's only like two words on there that don't fit me. <laughs> like. Every single thing on there, I'm like, damn, that's like an attack. <laughs> like, indecision, you can like circle that in a red marker. <laughs> Elizabeth literally can't also make Also people pleasing. She is incapable. And I think that goes into the people pleasing. Because uh, yeah. I want I, other people to like enjoy themselves too and be happy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. Because like, what if you don't like my decision? Like, you can go ahead. <laughs> I feel like... I can also be like a people pleaser and that kind of goes into my Enneagram type, which we're going to talk about. And I think like just like, so I took a psychology of personality class my sophomore year of college and I, we talk about like, we're basically the goal of the class was to figure out what makes your personality. Like, is it genetics? Is it biology? Is it, well, those are like the same thing. Uh, (laughs) Is it like... Nurture. <laughs> is it like is it like um is it your environment is it like I, like what what creates your personality and we took a bunch of uh personality tests and like basically the thing that i could like deduct from it is like so much contributes to your personality and personalities are really dynamic so like your different like personality traits like that can be determined by the different personality tests all kind of work together to form who you are as a person i really thought you were gonna say we took a bunch of buzzfeed quizzes (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) we took (laughs) we took the um we took the myers-briggs we took um the big five we took um what else did we do we did one where you like it's basic. It's like a. I can't remember what it was called. Where you look at a picture, and the picture was like, like two women in a lab, like a science lab, and you had to basically like write a paragraph that creates a story about what's happening in the picture, um. and based on like the words you picked, the the plot line, the length of it and stuff, they were able to determine stuff about your personality, which was like really interesting. Um, and then we did like uh, association quizzes, where like you to see if you have any like natural bias towards something. Mm. So basically, you just make like really quick decisions based on like you'll have like two options. They'll flash a picture. You like pick one, like like that, and see if you have any natural bias towards anything. Um. But yeah. Cool. Anyway, back to astrology. <laughs> yeah, I think other than those two, like I do, like to romanticize little things and like beautification appreciation and romance all go together Mm -hmm. and i like to kind of live in my head and daydream all the time because i hate Uh this place (laughs) if i could be anywhere else i would 
like in a <laughs> quick second i would just switch should we move on to do, do you want to do your rising and moon yeah let's do our rising uh, sagittarius oh we're both the same so we only have to do it once yeah we're both sagittarius rising so for our rising uh, we're both Sagittarius, and it says, The Joker mm-hmm. of the Pack. The person with a permanent smile, adventurous, always a student, plus party person. Okay. What do you think? Interesting. I feel like we're both very, like, joking. Like, we're very, like, humorous. <laughs> like, we're always, like, it. constantly using humor <laughs> as, like, a coping mechanism. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't say we're, like, neither of us really enjoy, like, being party or yeah i think when it when it's just like party person like we have to like we like to have fun but not in like the not in like the sense that we want to go to frat parties and get blacked out every night yeah like that (laughs) but like it goes back to that adventurous yeah thing like we we have have so much fun when we're together yes i feel like we fit that all right let's move on that was quick. Um, do we want to do our moon? Uh, yeah, I can do. Do it we have quick. the same moon? Yeah, Aquarius. Okay, Aquarius moon. Yeah, Aquarius moon. It says unconventional, rebellious, authentic, detached, invention, community, creative <laughs> work, and humanitarianism. We fit that for sure. I see it. Full, I see it. Faux show. Faux show. People are going to listen to this who know us. They're going to be like, no, you don't. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's move away from astrology. Let's, let's take I, We don't know enough to more. go any further into it than that. So yeah. we're going to move on from astrology. If anyone would like to educate us on astrology, hit us up in our DMs. Talk Please. your shit podcast on Instagram. We can interview you. Um, you can be a guest star on our podcast sometime. Um, but please do we want to go into enneagram yeah but i don't know a lot about it i just know that i'm a nine so i'm an enneagram type two with my man my wing is three i don't know anything about wings birds no so tell you. the enneagram type quiz there's nine types you can be and then your wing is whichever one you're closest to that's on like either side so mm-hmm. if you're like i'm a two i could be a wing one or a wing three so you as a type nine could be a wing eight or a wing one yeah i got that i just don't know which one okay I am. i'm uh, so i'm an enneagram type two the description of the type two is the helper the caring interpersonal type demonstrative generous people pleasing and possessive um and then i'm a wing three which is the achiever and that's success oriented pragmatic adaptive excelling driven and image conscious so elizabeth is a nine that's the peacemaker the easygoing self-efficacy self-efficacy i can't say that word (laughs) the easygoing self-efficing type repetitive or not repetitive oh my god i can't speak (laughs) receptive reassuring agreeable and complacent definitely see the peacemaker though like i feel like mine like all of the tests or like personality tests that we wrote down like even the hogwarts house it just all fits and makes sense in my opinion Mm -hmm. yeah i i don't know much about Enneagram. But Sydney will occasionally send me like some Instagram posts. I love the Enneagram and memes account on Instagram. It's so funny. Yeah, I'll just get like random messages from her and I'll look at them and I'll be like, Oh my god, that makes sense. <laughs> so I'm gonna read the definition of what what the Enneagram of personality is. So the Enneagram is a system of personality typing that describes patterns and how people interpret the world and manage their emotions. It describes nine personality types and maps each of these types as a nine-pointed diagram, which helps illustrate how the types relate to one another. So it's like, okay, you know like a, you know like a pentagram? <laughs> it kind of looks like that, but it's nine points, not five. <laughs> so not a pentagram. <laughs> so each of the nine personality types is defined by core belief of how the world works. Um, it drives your motivations and fears and shapes a person's worldview. Um, 
the core beliefs are not necessarily incorrect, but can be limiting, limiting, limiting. <laughs> I really can't speak today. They can be limiting. Um, maybe we shouldn't have recorded today. I'm kidding. <laughs> Understanding a person's enneagram type tells us helps us to see why they behave the way that they do. Why are you the way that you are? Like we're talking about. Why are you the way that you are? Oh, also, Enneagram helps us understand how people react to stress. Okay, okay. And how they adapt to stressful and supportive situations. So, understanding the symbol... So, the nine points are, like, evenly spaced on, like, a circle. And they connect. They're, like, all evenly spread. So, there's a triangle between the points nine, three, and six. And an irregular hexagon that connects the other points. It represents the wholeness and unity of of human life, while other shapes represent how it's divided. So, like, tiny triangles. Um, The types on either side of each core type are its wings, like I was saying. Wings represent related personality styles that you can transition into, and that, like, kind of makes it less limiting. So, like, having your wings helps you understand why you might not fit exactly, like, the one core type. Most people identify strongly with the description of one or both of their wings in addition to their primary type. Your basic type is largely influenced by biological factors, but also impacted by your influences growing up. It has a horizontal system of growth. No one number is better than the other. Although there is one type that people are like, oh my god, you're that type. Kind of like how everyone's like, you're a Gemini. Like... (laughs) (laughs) What number is it? I think it's sevens that like people oh, hate. Damn. That sucks for sevens. That's my lucky number. Oh no, eights. I think it's eights. The challenger. I think that's the one that people hate. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, but Enneagram is mostly used for personal self knowledge and development. It's not really used for like anything mm, okay. professional. It just uh, it helps identify opportunities for development. I'm getting this information from the Truity website, which is like one of the main websites where you can do the um, personality test for it. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a bunch of different personality tests. So they have Enneagram, Myers Briggs, Big Five, career tests, stuff like that. Um, but Enneagram is like really interesting to me, and it's I feel like it's a pretty simple way to help understand your personality, and a lot of people like it's the one that like makes the most sense it's the one that's the easiest for me to understand if that makes sense (laughs) like the other ones I feel like are so complicated like there's so many aspects of it but Enneagram is just like the easiest one and I don't know I really like the little Instagram things people make like the the memes and then like the how they respond to like yeah anyways (laughs) when you were reading that big description I got so lost I'm going to be completely honest with you. I still have no idea. <laughs> like, I I kind of get it. But I also got lost. <laughs> and I was too scared to interrupt you. <laughs> Just send me the link. Just send me the link. I got you. <laughs> Um, I mean, so basically just Enneagram is just kind of like a personal way to identify how you respond to situations and how you're like, basically like how you live your life. It's solid. <laughs> I know nothing about. Oh, it's wait. how you interpret the world and manage your no, emotions. I was gonna say I don't know the big test, but we established that before we started recording. We're the same one, and yeah. I don't think it's the big five. It's like it's the Myers Briggs. Yeah. That's the one that I meant to write, not the big five. I don't understand the big five. Well, we're the same, but we're gonna talk about Myers Briggs. Yeah, me and Elizabeth have the same Myers Briggs um, personality type, so we're both INFJs. I remember, so I took AP, we both took AP mm-hmm. Psychology in high school, didn't we? Yeah, we just had different teachers. So, who did you have? I had Ms. Moore. Okay, I had Ms. Haney. Um, but basically, the Myers-Briggs personality type, you get um, four letters, so and each of them, like, means something. So, the first letter is extroversion or introversion, so it's how you gain your energy, so um, extroverts... Uh, gain energy from being around people like they feed off of being around other people like it makes them more energetic um introverts gain energy from alone time and like need the quiet time and like 
personal time to like recharge if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah i got you so me and elizabeth are both introverts in that sense oh yeah the next one oh wait this is like a different letters i remember this one could be different though wait i found it okay oh never mind so i forgot the the n the, it's n because the i is already in the first one so it's sensing versus intuition the n is intuition it's sensing versus intuition is how you collect your information so sensors gather facts from their immediate environment so like they have to like see things feel things hear things to like gather information but intuitives can look at overall context and like notice patterns and meanings and connections and emotions rather than things that you can like physically sense okay so like we're more intuitive where you can kind of like notice like oh this person seems sad so i'm going to like draw from that not just be like oh they look happy so they must be happy like no not getting that vibe like that kind of thing you're kind of like intuitive to things that aren't like actually Mm -hmm. there so we're both that i feel like that fits us very well thinking versus feeling is the next one so that's our f is feeling this is how you make decisions. So thinkers look for logically correct solutions, but feelers make decisions based on emotions, values, and the needs of others. So that kind of goes into that intuition. Like, like I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. So like thinkers would be like, oh, mm, this is going to result in a higher outcome than this. But like, so we need to do that. But feelers could be like, oh, but if we do that, it's going to hurt people. That's going to make them mm-hmm. sad. So even though it's going to give us a higher, like, number result, like, maybe we shouldn't do that because it's going to, like, be worse for people's emotions. Like, stuff like that. So you're able to kind of, like, evaluate emotional needs and not just logical, like, needs. Mm-hmm. Okay. If that makes sense. I'm, I feel like people are going <laughs> to listen to this and be like, you are dumb. You are really dumb. <laughs> That is, in fact, not it, but okay. <laughs> um, and then the last one is judging versus judging versus perceiving, so how you organize your environment. Judgers prefer structure and things to be regulated, like to have like things to follow, like this is how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then perceivers are open and flexible and reluctant to commit themselves. This one like kind of makes sense to me because I like in the kind of person where like when I do assignments for school like I need you to tell me exactly what you want from me so I can get an A mm, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like things to be open like so I had this class my 3D design class this year the teacher he was really nice and like I had a good time in the class but I got like I had a lot of anxiety in that class because all of the projects were very like open-ended and there wasn't really like a specific rubric it was just kind of like this is what you're doing but I'm not gonna tell you exactly what you need to do to get an A okay so it was very, it was a very like stressful situation for me whenever I was like doing my projects for that class because I was like I don't even know if I did what you wanted. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I had some classes that were like on each end of that like spectrum, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I had some classes who were, I had a lot of freedom in our projects and our assignments, and then I had this other class and it was very structured and he had like pages like. Mm-hmm our sakai pages for like our class like unc uses sakai our pages mm-hmm. were very organized he had all these numbers and lists of like what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. the steps the due dates and like i i appreciate that mm-hmm. i appreciate that organization and that structure but sometimes it does just get too much mm-hmm. and i feel like mm-hmm. i'm trapped inside like or like i don't have enough freedom in my yeah, work i can see that too like the three design class the way that it was so open was like stressful for me but then I also had my art history class where my teacher literally like from the beginning of the semester it was an online course so I never like went to this class in person or anything but literally like from the first like the very first day we were able to get on our course module it was like oh here are the due dates for these assignments for this semester and they just have to be done by these dates I don't care where you do that when you do them like I hated that too Mm -hmm. like even though like I had all of the rules and like the rubrics and stuff like it was like too much constriction so I think like it has to be a good balance of that but for like I feel like I do fit that like the J type for that where I like to have like regulations like I like to have a rubric but I also don't want it to be like you can only do these 
three yeah. things like but like i don't want it to be like just do whatever you want i don't even have a room no. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know our drawing class we took sophomore year mm-hmm. that class i liked it but mm-hmm. i also felt like we didn't have enough freedom with what we did uh, but yeah. then i took i took the, a drawing class um the next year like last fall semester and it was the perfect balance like we had our guidelines and our themes and what like we were supposed to do but we still Mm -hmm. had freedom with what we could use and what we wanted to create and I like that in art classes because this past semester that I just finished my painting Mm -hmm. class I had absolutely no freedom it was literally just try and recreate Mm -hmm. a painting like this which was like an oil painting and we were using acrylic was was just like a problem on its own and horrible but mm-hmm. yeah I think the key is balance and of course I would say that but it's okay <laughs> no I feel that because like like you said that drawing class we took it was very restrictive and it was like these are the assignments and you have to draw mm-hmm. this and but I took another drawing class this past semester where like we had our assignments the like we had some like leeway with it like if so like for our four final drawings that we did we had like a you had to do a multi-figure drawing where you just kind of like picked any like like figure models you could find online and drew three figures and then we had it had to be a figure in an interior space so but it didn't say like you have to be doing this pose and like doing this and whatever like so you could do it in any room you could do it in any like position you wanted it didn't have to be anything like specific and then we did um a free drawing which was really fun that was kind of like the most like creative freedom we had all year so that was kind of fun because we got to like take what we had learned from the semester and apply it however we wanted so like I literally drew (laughs) Harry Styles like that was really fun so (laughs) and but like the other stuff like we had our like restrictions but it was like open enough that you could kind of like interpret it how you wanted and draw what you wanted from Mm -hmm. that um but I found a description of our Myers-Briggs personality type so INFJs are the counselor INFJs are creative nurturers with a strong sense of personal integrity and a drive to help others realize their potential you're creative and dedicated with a talent for helping others with original solutions to their personal challenges. I feel like we fit that. We're very like motivating <laughs> to other people, I feel like. Um, and we're both very creative. And like once we like find something that we like are passionate about, we're very mm-hmm. dedicated to it. Like we're like, oh no, we're going to like, I'm going to see this through. Um, the counselor has a unique ability to intuit others' emotions and motivations and will often know how someone else is feeling before that person knows it themselves. They trust their insights about others and have a strong faith in their ability to read people. They are also sensitive and reserved. The INFJ is a private so- private sort and is selective about sharing intimate thoughts and feelings, which I feel like we both also <laughs> We're not like ones to talk about our emotions. <laughs> oh, definitely not. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh no. Absolutely not. Um, no one will ever know how I feel about anything. <laughs> I will let other people tell me. I, I'm like, no, you can like talk to me, like talk to me about it. Like, are you like, what are you upset about? Um, but also, like, if when they ask, I'm like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember, like, when I found this, like, when I took this quiz in high school, everyone was really shocked that I got an introvert for my first one, but. I remember reading a thing about how INFJs commonly get mistaken for extroverts because once you're comfortable around somebody, you open up. Mm -hmm. But, like, it takes a while for you to, like, get to that point. So it's like your friends, when you tell them, oh, I'm an introvert, they're like, no, you're not. (laughs) And you're like, no, but I am. I'm just comfortable around you. Um like there's few people that I act like that around okay um famous INFJs uh Mohandas Gandhi um Eleanor Roosevelt Emily Bronte Jane Goodall I loved Jane Goodall when I was little because I loved monkeys (laughs) for some reason (laughs) 
<laughs> so I loved Jane Goodall. Um, Carl Jung, Florence Nightingale, Shirley MacLaine, Jimmy Carter, and Edward Snowden. These people are not important. Name some important people. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll go see if I can look at more. Those are just like the main ones. Let's see some celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see some celebrities. None of them are INFJs because they're all famous. Oh, so makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Epic list of famous people with INFJ personality. Is <laughs> what this website is. Taylor Swift. No way. Yeah. Look at that. Not Marilyn Manson. Oh. <laughs> Alanis Morissette. Who's that? George Harrison. Who's who's the person you said before George Harrison? Alanis Morissette. Who is that? She sings the It's like rain on your wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it ironic, I think. Okay. <laughs> uh should we should we finish off with with our Hogwarts houses? It's only fitting. Yeah, I was scrolling to see if there was anybody else. Oh. Plato the philosopher oh i was like the planet (laughs) jk rowling jk rowling's an infj fuck her fuck jk rowling but anyways (laughs) fictional characters who are infjs here we go (laughs) now it's getting good atticus finch from to kill a mockingbird prince caspian from the narnia books (laughs) (laughs) john snow from game of thrones um. Did you watch CSI? No. <laughs> okay, neither did I. Remus Lupin from oh my God. Harry Potter. Rue from The Hunger Games. Obi-Wan Kenobi from Star Wars. I don't know who any of the other ones are. Um, But since J.K. Rowling's an, um, an INFJ, fuck J.K. Rowling, but let's segue into our Harry Potter houses. <laughs> So, when I... Do you want to go first? You go first. I feel like I've been talking for too long. <laughs> okay. So, I'm I'm a Hufflepuff. I feel like... I mentioned that last episode. But I feel like... Now that I've talked about all my other personality stuff, I think you could guess. Um, but... I got a lot of... I've taken the Pottermore test like a thousand times. And then I eventually took the one that someone put all the questions that are on Pottermore and I actually got yeah like Ravenclaw but then I took it again and I got Hufflepuff and then I took a I took the Pottermore one the very very first time I took the Pottermore test I got Slytherin and I was like that's not right but then I took I took the the other test that someone posted and Mm -hmm. it tells you like the percentage of each house that you are and like what order they're in and my Mm -hmm. order was like hufflepuff Uh ravenclaw slytherin and then gryffindor like my gryffindor was very low interesting interesting. compared to like the other three (laughs) so when i was younger and i took the pottermore quiz just because everybody else was taking it i had never even like read Harry Potter. I was not into Harry Potter when I was little. Um, I, like, wanted to be because everybody else was in, into it, but I, like, couldn't get into it. Um, and then... Hang on, I have to sneeze. Shit, it went away. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was younger, I took it just because everybody else was, and I got Hufflepuff, so I was, like... I just kind of embraced my Hufflepuffness, I guess. Um, but I took it again last year when I started going to Universal because, I don't know, I just felt like I didn't really fit it anymore. And I took the big long one that you were talking about and I got Gryffindor. So I am a Gryffindor. Mine went, I think it was like Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Slytherin, Ravenclaw. Crazy. Ravenclaw was my lowest. No, I got. I don't know very many Ravenclaws. The only Ravenclaw I know is Kieran. Yeah, I got Ravenclaw a couple times, and I really thought that I was a Ravenclaw, and then I was like, I don't, I don't think I am. I could be like a Huffleclaw. <laughs> um, 
the <laughs> yeah i just don't know that many ravenclaws i feel like it's very like uncommon rare i guess maybe huh? because we live in north carolina <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i'm a gryffindor which i feel like fits me i feel like you fit hufflepuff very well definitely and you love cedric so <laughs> rest in peace r.i.p king <laughs> he would have loved he would have loved twilight <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this stuff on like tiktok you know like about shifting into like harry potter reality and people will like talk about how they shift <laughs> and they'll just like <laughs> casually bring up twilight around cedric <laughs> <laughs> no oh my god okay. i saw this tiktok where this girl she was said she she was like shifting and she was in class next to head not headwig <laughs> <laughs> she was in class next to cedric and she said something about like edward cullen and he was like what and she was like oh it's this like muggle movie and he was like i feel like i've heard of it before or something <laughs> um oh my god but it was like stuff like that where like she said like anytime she shifted she would like casually bring up something else one of the characters was in and like just to see how they responded shifting is so strange to me because like i don't know if i believe it or not but like it's so interesting like i feel like i can't negate it like if you had that experience you had that experience but also like how like i think it goes into like <laughs> alternate universes and i literally did a research project mm-hmm. about this but i don't know i don't understand shifting and i don't think i ever will i don't either good for you i guess but i'm into for whatever reason recently i've like gotten into listening to asmr before i go to sleep it like helps me fall asleep mm-hmm. and i'm really bad like i have so much trouble falling asleep but i always get the ones in my recommended where it's like shifting asm shifting meditation asmr meditation or something mm-hmm. and i'm like what <laughs> um i listen to white noise but i remember when that was like a big thing on tiktok like especially over quarantine oh yeah i think i think yeah. we're running out of things to say this one's not I as long we are running out of things to say um and we knew it wasn't gonna be as long you're editing this week so yeah look at my cat look at him would you like to say something hey baby hear him sniffing <laughs> you want to you wanna say something you want to say something to the audience say something <laughs> <laughs> he said absolutely not <laughs> spitting the facts ready he said I will not be used for free labor what's your Hogwarts house um you heard it here Thank first you. Ravenclaw My black cat is definitely, he's so chaotic. He is, oh my gosh, he's horrible. Definitely <laughs> Slytherin. My white cat, Hufflepuff. Oh, for sure. Look, here he comes now. Delusa <laughs> is definitely here. a Hufflepuff. One time Elizabeth went to get coffee and left me on <laughs> FaceTime with Pelusa. Yep. Anyways. I think that's her cue. But I think Sydney has to go to a cycling class. I think that's class. about it. Yeah, I gotta go to my cycling class. Um, again, none of this is like us trying to be informative. It's just us talking about the things that like interest us. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I had fun talking about it. Um, it was very chaotic. It was very chaotic. So sorry we went off topic a lot, but yes. we hope you still enjoyed it. Um, if you enjoyed it, subscribe to us on spotify and apple Podcasts. leave a review on apple Podcasts. give us a review we would love to see it um, five stars only <laughs> but um you guys can um follow us on instagram and tiktok at talk your shit podcast spelled exactly like our title yeah we'll be posting like clips there like sneak peeks and stuff for the next episodes um you can follow our personals my instagram is at sydney pendergrass and my tiktok is at skidney ray my twitter is at sr pendergrass um my instagram and twitter 
are Elizabeth Torres, but the E it's spelled E I I. There's no L. It's just a double I. Um, but I hope that the audio was a lot better this time and that there yes. wasn't that many background noises. I'm gonna try and cut out as much as possible because I know my cat started eating like twice <laughs> behind <laughs> me. But thank you so much for listening and share with your friends. Please. Yes, please share us with your friends. Um, and like I said last time, even if you're talking shit, a listen is a listen. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week for episode three. Bye, guys. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>